Welcome to Recipe Club, where we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. My name is Chris Yang. Uh, my co-host this week, Dave Chang, is gallivanting around Taiwan, so he's not here. But instead, we got an upgrade. Our our guest, Dave, this week is going to be Rachel Kong, permanent wedgie, temporary co-host. I'm Dave. Uh, but that's this is Dave and. Uh, Rachel has graciously joined us for Brian Ford's featured episode. Mm. Brian, this is your first episode of the season. Yeah. Today we are exploring one of your chosen ingredients, eggs. Extravagant. <laughs> oh no! Shut it yeah. down. <laughs> it's a, it's a, hey, y'all. It's about to be an extravaganza. Straight oh, cancel the podcast. It's over. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. We're doing eggs today. It's Brian's chosen recipe. Rachel, Brian, and I have each cooked the same listener submitted recipe, and we're going to talk about it here. Before we get into that, I have here in my notes that there are some announcements to be made. The Recipe Club section of our Discord, which you can get to at MajorDomoMedia.com, got a makeover and is now live. You will find out about all the recipes and ingredients ahead of time so you can cook along with us, uh, share your own opinions, and I think... I think there's some sort of crazy bot in there that they can spin their own wheel of death and get a restriction if they want to play the game along with us. So wow. if you want to cook along with us, which we encourage you to do, do that on the Discord. Share all your photos, your thoughts. Uh, I will read them very closely, of course. Um, and yeah, that's the, only, that's the only news from the Recipe Club side of things. How about with you two? Brian, we're catching you in the middle of some... <laughs> Crazy no news. times. <laughs> no news. There's there's absolutely no news on my end. Just smiles. Where and are you sunshine, at least physically? Baby. Physically, oh, right I'm, now, in, where I, are you? I'm in New York City, baby. I'm in Queens. You know what I'm saying? Just on the gritty grind, holding it down. Like you already know. What it is. <laughs> just trying to trying to you know what I'm saying? Trying to just trying to run businesses out here, man. I'm trying to <laughs> overcome obstacles. All right, I'm trying to overcome obstacles out here. So that's what's up. All right, that's the, for those that were wondering what Brian's up to, he's currently in New York City overcoming obstacles. 
Rachel, what sort of obstacles have presented themselves to you recently? Yeah, just just writing fiction. I mean, it's no Brian Ford opening bakeries and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. How are those? How how is the fiction writing? How's we saw a very professional looking headshot of you posted on the old Instagram? No, that was some Americans. like that was wild. Yeah, just you know, just trying to do my serious authorial, my best serious author look. How many? For how the many hardcover? Can we? Can we? As the recipe club crew here, uh, ask or, or maybe possibly see other photos? Were there other options where it wasn't serious authorial? Did you do like a goofy one? Did you try some? What else did you try? Some, like finger guns. <laughs> did you, did you like finger guns? Peace signs. Another shoot together, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> maybe we should do a recipe club like one of those, like Sears, J.C. Penny kind of professional shoots at the mall, and like you know. I think we should. I think back, we should like backs back to back with like uh, with like uh, with jackets, like smoking jackets yeah, type smoking of situation, jackets. right? If we get like a real uniform going on, like an order of you know descending height, and it could be cute. I don't like the setting height. It feels like I feel like it just ranks us in a in an uncomfortable way. Um, we're not here to talk about our heights. We're not here to talk about the obstacles Brian Ford may or may not be overcoming this week. He is, Chris. That's, I have full faith. In I, have full faith. I don't know. I don't know. I have a call at five thirty. We'll see. We'll see how what kind of obstacles get. <laughs> Uh, and I, I have full faith that Rachel's going to, uh, you know, continue to crush the fiction writing and, and headshot taking game. We are we are here to talk about eggs. Uh, when you Google egg recipes, you get 1.7 billion results. Uh, this is one of like the these. This was one of the big boys. You know, sometimes we we do these more. I don't know how you say exotic foreign <laughs> ethnic ingredients and uh, i'm just kidding you get you get much fewer results but the eggs you get a tons of tons and tons of results the first one of which is for a frittata i also uh i also came across a recipe when i googled eggs just straight up eggs the first hit for me was a Kristen cavalieri recipe her go-to healthy breakfast poached eggs with spinach and hollandaise which she says is so easy <laughs> Uh, but that's not the recipe we use today either. Um, Rachel, you literally yes. wrote the book on eggs. It's called I literally All About did. Eggs. Uh, one of my favorite titles and subtitles of all time, though. That was a good one. All About Eggs. What is it? Everything We Know About the World's Most Important Food. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to throw it to you. Will you, did you talk to me a little bit about the place of eggs in cuisine, are eggs the best slash most important food? I mean, <laughs> a little rusty, my egg slinging <laughs> game. I mean, I feel like, um, yeah, they're foundational and they're a complete package, right? Like all of the protein and whatever that you need. I mean, Brian Ford should be talking about why he chose eggs. I was sort of like, I don't want to do eggs. I'm sick of eggs. And then here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, fine. You, you're going to deflect over to Brian. I did want to ask you about this, Brian. So eggs are pretty foundational, like Rachel said, essential to a lot of baking. How much do you do in your baking with – how do I say this? 
rather than like the egg as a part of the dough or part of the baked good, how much does it feature in as, you know, like a featured thing, an egg stuffed in a thing or an egg on top of a thing? Do you Ooh. do a lot of that kind of egg baking? Uh, <laughs> what type of egg baking specifically do you do? <laughs> what kind of not the kind of egg that goes in the dough. That's a very, that's a very specific. Um, look, I make breakfast empanadas. I make breakfast empanadas. Uh, I've been working on a recipe to, to sling at the bakery uh, where I do like kind of a soft scramble, you know, kind of keep it like a, a little bit, um, a little bit creamy when you scramble it and you fold in some chorizo and some potatoes and, and spices and all that kind of stuff and, and wrap it in the dough. But um, I think uh, semitas de yema, uh, yema is egg yolks in, in Spanish and it's uh, the pan dulce from Honduras that features a lot of egg yolks uh, in the dough. I know, I know you said not to talk about the dough based stuff, but it's a lot of egg I yolks. Didn't say like, you, I didn't say you can't. I'll talk about whatever you want, man. You, I was just no, asking you, if you were into eggs as featured I love, yeah, listen, eggs are a derivative of chicken. I mean, they're, you know, I love chicken. <laughs> therefore, of course, I'm going to love <laughs> eggs, too. Like, eggs are basically the prime, the primal version of chicken. Like, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Growing up, growing up, when, when you're broke, eggs are a lifesaver, man. Like, they, you know, they used to be relatively affordable at Walmart. You can get white eggs for pretty cheap. And you put them on a corn tortilla. You put them on rice. Uh, you know, I feel like a lot of cultures have egg rice uh, uh variations or egg carb variations they're, they're just such a utilitarian type of food like you could just cook them whenever eat them whenever season them however kind you want and uh and it's delicious man it's, it's eggs bro it's eggs like it's eggs <laughs> and i feel like it's and i feel like it's pretty bo- it's pretty like crazy how you know you use the different parts for different things like in, in baking like mm. the yolks can be so specific and like add this richness but then there's also like the whites that yep do crazy things get fluffy i don't know it's pretty wild you're talking yeah. about the yolk to white whole egg cookery kind of kind of thing right uh <laughs> such a bad joke let me ask you both something <laughs> let me ask you a question that's been asked many times but not in this way chicken or the egg you can only have one for the rest of your life oh my god or to eat to eat to have as a pet, as whatever a pet? you want to do, yeah. chicken, <laughs> whatever you want, dude. Chicken. chicken or the egg, chicken, chicken. For Brian for chicken. sure, all day, get all a day. Fertilized egg, and Rachel, chicken <laughs> or the egg, get a fertilized egg and then warm it. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't have. You can't just have, hold you it. Can't choose egg and then choose to incubate some of them. <laughs> yeah. You can only have chickens or eggs for the rest of your life. I think I would choose eggs, honestly. Um, Although I would, I, that would be funny, yeah. Rachel, if you just tried to to. Hatch them. Eggs Hatch just them. Sitting just, <laughs> I'm sitting on one right now. Yeah. She's uh all right. So we got one vote egg and one vote chicken. I think if you, I can only have one forever. Now, Brian, you just eliminated the egg though from from use. I think you can't cook with eggs anymore. I think you need oh, but the egg I said more to, than you. So, oh, so you're saying like that's the only I can't access eggs ever again for anything? It's an alternate universe where there's no such thing as eggs anymore. Yes, yes. Is it just me? Of... Is it like uh, me personally? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Access? Everyone around you is eating eggs, baking with eggs, just like eggs. Oh, that's okay. As long you. as like my employees can still bake with eggs and run my businesses, <laughs> then that's cool. I would still pick chicken. You'll be cashing those checks and buying chicken with it. I got you. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you, chicken, chicken is the greatest, man. And nobody will ever convince me otherwise. So, All right, let me ask you this. I have this note in my, my uh, run sheet here that says, a New York Times article from December 21st, 1919, 
stated that New Yorkers prefer <laughs> this is an insane fact, guys. Uh, <laughs> New Yorkers preferred white eggs, while Bostonians pref- Bostonians preferred brown. Whoa. Let me let's do. I want to do a little. I want to do a little racial profiling on yes. eggs here, if I may. <laughs> do you guys have the same thing where white eggs were the only eggs when you grew up, mm. and then the brown came, and you were like. Oh damn! These brown look more natural, yes. more real. Like brown yes. is brown is fancy egg, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. and I a hundred percent choose brown over white. White <laughs> yeah. seems so. I mean, this is okay. Nobody what does white seem? No, that's cold cannot be taken out of context. But yeah, the white eggs they just seem like yeah, cheap and and shittier. They're not good, man. You can see it in the yolk, man. I've been like, I mean, mm-hmm. I grew up with white eggs, bro. Like I was telling you, Walmart all day. But once you start seeing these spotted eggs and all this kind of thing, and the brown eggs at the farmers market, in in the like homemade little carton mm-hmm. thing and everything, it's all fancy. When you see those yolks, those yolks are like deep yellow, like just like thick and creamy. And then when you mm-hmm. open up like a white egg yolk these days, man, they look sad. <laughs> void of color pale small and just like i could see it. i i've done an egg taste test where i fried up different types of eggs that were expensive or cheap or whatever and i seen it bro you could taste it man I'm telling you i seen it i, seen I feel it. you i feel you and i i feel like um we're not just talking about eggs <laughs> i should have brought actually i have on my bookshelf like in the in the other room um as part of the the book you know all about eggs um, we found this yolk fan. There's this like Pantone booklet of yolk colors that oh, um, you can actually like different countries prefer different colored egg yolks, Brian. So like mm-hmm. Scandinavia loves like a pale yellow yolk because they Whoa. like it pale there, I guess. And yeah. like other other countries like say Southeast Asia or whatever, they like like a richer, yeah. um, more orange yolk. And you can just like feed your chickens this like one kind of feed that has like beta carotene in it that makes their their yolks oh, different man. colors and that's how I they didn't about, i they didn't know the yolk color was getting tampered with <laughs> it, it sure is yeah but i'm sure right. the the hippies um are feeding their chickens regular yeah. bugs hippies. and stuff the hippies. Uh, <laughs> speaking of countries and, and egg preferences do you guys care to hazard a guess as to the top egg consuming country in the world and where the United States might rank in that uh, list? Country? Per per year, per person, mm. egg consumption. What do you think the number one egg consumer is? I'll go, I'll go last because I'm looking at the list. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to guess. Uh, I'll guess maybe Japan. Japan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we said, you guys both say Japan. Yeah. I mean, I would guess Japan and then France, I, a, you, I was also thinking maybe France. Italy. What about Italy? They make a lot of pasta. Mm-hmm. They do make a lot of pasta. I don't know. If, so I, I don't, I, all I have is the number. I don't know if it counts as, you know, eggs in pasta per person, but eggs per year per person. Japan, number two, with 330 oh, eggs per okay. year per person. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know math too good, but that's almost an egg a day. Mm, number one, with 357 eggs. Per year, per person, Mexico. Whoa, Mexico. Yeah, unexpected. Mexico. 
I wonder what they do on those eight days of the year where they don't eat eggs. I bet there's like some kind of no egg holiday. That I'm like just no <laughs> egg day. They just or eat extra just... beans. <laughs> the Echa le eggs frijoles. Hell yeah. Because chilaquiles ain't no game, son. You, you know what? That makes sense. That makes sense. He's doing the Sherlock. Uh, <laughs> the U.S. is in eighth place with 252 eggs per year per person. So, oh, wow. Okay. Um, all right. Last, last general egg question before we get into the actual recipes here. I did notice something interesting that all of the people who submitted recipes to us, uh, Brian, I think we sent you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight or so recipes. They're all for chicken eggs. The old good old chicken egg. Nobody considered another animal's eggs. You know, there are there's obviously quail eggs and the, the big old ostrich eggs and duck eggs and goose eggs. Snake eggs. Okay, this is when, one question. When the grass is cut. <laughs> <laughs> the snake eggs this is will my show. Question. Yeah. So I assume that you guys are both down with fish eggs. Yeah. Caviar, roe. Yeah. Where would we stand on the reptilian slash snake egg? Would you ever dare to? Have you ever dared to? Uh, I've never had reptilian to. eggs, but I would yeah. dare to. Yeah, of course. Hell yeah. yeah it's probably I would dare good. to. God, you guys are gross. Just never been presented <laughs> with, with the right I egg. Ate, I ate snake before, so why not eat the egg? I eat alligator. I why not eat the egg? I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know man. what I mean? Like, There's some kind of mental block I can't get over. I just feel like there's a little snake in there. Just like a little. <laughs> what if there snake. was a little snake coming out when you cracked it open? <laughs> Like snake it's like balut. a tiny serpent. <laughs> I don't know why it would be yeah, like snake balut. I don't know why that would be, but snake eggs freak me out. I don't, I don't know if I could eat reptile eggs. I've eaten ant eggs, escamolas yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. Delicious. Of course. Um, again, we didn't get any of those recipes. Here are the ones that we did get that I sent over to Brian Ford. Uh, a blintz souffle from Zachary Waxman. Mm. Vietnamese liver cake by Eric Wynn. Um, I have a note here that it was not. There's no liver in it, but it just looks like pate, so they call it a liver cake. Whoa. Scrambled eggs with tomatoes and green onions from Anita Hazelwood. Uh, balsamic pickled eggs from Jeremy Geffen. Cheddar chicken sausage crescent roll breakfast pizza by Catherine Cunningham. I almost picked that one, man. That should sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's just like trigger word city. Crescent roll chicken sausage cheddar. I don't even know what, what it is, but I'll eat it. Breakfast pizza. Egg Bake by Lindsay Konevsky. Uh, but Brian forsook all of those options. He looked at all those options and said, no, I'm not choosing those. I'm going with which one, Brian? What did you end up choosing? Man, look, I, I did this on the fly looking on my phone. I didn't really click into them, and I saw eggs, jambalaya, and you already know that's what it was. I was like, I, I, I you know what I'm saying? Look, the T-shirt, let's say, huh? New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? He's got, he's got a uh, made in New Orleans, Echo Nuevo. <laughs> Echo or, Nuevo Orleans, Helm Bass. So when I see that jambalaya representing, I don't care. I, I picked it straight up. And then, well, I'll, I'll get into the, some details later, but that's what I picked. This recipe is from Julie Armbrest. My parents call it eggs jambalaya. I don't know if it's a recipe so much as a way to use up leftovers. A breakfast fried rice with more eggs. My mom used to make this when I was um, growing up. Her and my father um, were stationed down south when he was in the Air Force, and they just fell in love with Cajun flavors. So she cooked a lot of that food. I just thought it was something my mom threw together, and it was always delicious. 
Um, she, I was talking to her about it the other day though, and she said she got it from a cookbook um, by a Cajun um, chef, cook um, by the name of Justin Wilson. Um, so I think we're trying to hunt that down right now to find exactly what was in it. My mom would fry leftover rice with bell peppers and onions in some butter and oil and season with salt and pepper. When the veg was softened and the rice toasty, the eggs would go in until tender. We would top with Tabasco and eat with buttered toast. I like to cook whatever kind of sausage I have first and then fry everything in the fat. Simple but satisfying. She said that the, the origin of this recipe was from a Justin Wilson cookbook, uh, the Justin Wilson Gourmet and Gourmand Cookbook 1984. As somebody, Echo in Nueva Orleans, <laughs> were, are you familiar with Justin Justin Wilson, Brian? Uh, uh, should I be? I don't, I, that name's not ringing a bell. I guess I'm bad. So I, I looked into this. <laughs> I, it rang a little, it rang a little, rang a, rang a, rang a teeny tiny bell for me in my brain. And uh, I guess Justin Wilson, very famous chef from New Orleans, uh, I think he sort of popularized, or like he his his catchphrase was, "I guarantee." This was him. This is where you where you hear this thing. Is that not a common thing you guys have heard? I guarantee. I've heard that before for sure. That's Justin Wilson. Uh, in the original eggs jambalaya recipe, it's leftover rice with garlic, onions, mushrooms, olive oil, and soy sauce. Uh, here's my question, Brian. You're repping New Orleans. Does it give you any pause to like mess with jambalaya here? Because this no, this I, recipe she she gave is not really bear too much resemblance to actual jambalaya, right? No, um, it, you know it doesn't necessarily give me uh, any pause at all. I mean, I think that uh, jambalaya is a very traditional dish, obviously, but I think. I mean, I was expecting something different, <laughs> you know, when I picked it, I was like, I, was, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be, but it's basically just <laughs> eggs and rice fried together, which, which you can't necessarily say is jambalaya. Like that don't, doesn't really make sense, but, um, it doesn't give me pause to kind of play around and, and just have fun with it. And, you know, I, I, I took that to heart when I made this recipe and, uh, I definitely tried to make it more of a, of a jambalaya. Uh, what do you so so for people who are uninitiated? What do you mean when you try to make it more like a jambalaya? What is it? What does like the archetypal jambalaya look like? I mean, when you think of a real jambalaya, you're thinking of uh, something with you know your typically a smoked andouille sausage or some pork and chicken, uh, sometimes some seafood as well. But uh, the the color of it, it's got a kind of a red. Uh, uh, tinge to it you know what i mean like you, you've got your your onion celery your 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 pepper uh your okra potentially your tomatoes and and it, it's sticky it's nice and creamy and fatty and you've got the the chicken and the sausage in there and you know maybe some green onions on top and uh yeah i mean it's just it's just a, a nice bowl of i mean to put it in terms of like what people out in the world or whatever might so if you said like a paella um, a lot of people are more familiar with the paella. So if you think about something like that, uh, or pretty much just any I mean, rice and meat, like it's like a lot of different, you know, arroz con pollo. I mean, uh, you know, lots of cultures have different types of rice with protein, but jambalaya specifically, you're talking about that, that andouille sausage, that okra, 
that tomato based seasoning, that Trinity, you know what I'm saying? Sweat down the vegetables and, and a nice uh, basmati rice, you know? So that's, that's what I think. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's when I no, think about it. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, no, I think jambalaya is jambalaya. I think it has, it's like a perfect representation of, of New Orleanian cooking, right? Whether, whether you're talking about Creole or Cajun, it's like a blend of West African, Yep. Jollof rice. I do think it actually has probably some roots in like paella and Spanish settlers and all of this. And, st- and, and obviously like it uses all of the, the quintessential ingredients of, of, you know, New Orleans and, and the region. My question, Rachel, is when you saw this recipe for egg jambalaya, do you, did you feel like my, my first impression was this isn't about eggs. Does this feature eggs enough for you? Yeah, I mean, I think I saw that title like Brian, and I thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. Extravalaya <laughs> sounds pretty good, and I think I imagined like a shakshuka sort of situation. Like maybe there would be some saucy stuff, like savory sauce, and then like eggs in it. But mm-hmm. this looked basically just like fried rice, mm-hmm. and the jambalaya that- part was like the peppers, I guess, like nah, peppers and joking. onion. And like Tabasco, <laughs> I put a shit ton of Tabasco on it because I was like, "This is what's making it jambalaya." <laughs> Brian shaking his head, no. What makes it jambalaya? Well, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you by shaking my head, no. Basically, I'm saying like, yeah, I mean, you can't just fry eggs with some onion and rice and say it's jambalaya. It's kinda, yeah, yeah, that's kind of absurd. Okay. What does jambalaya mean? Isn't it's it just like actual, a jambalaya? like a? The- does it mean a the jumble? The Oxford English Dictionary. Thank you for asking. Boy, <laughs> Chris talking about. <laughs> I have this note. Don't fucking make fun of me. I feel prepared for once. The word jambalaya comes from the Provençal word jambalaya, <laughs> meaning wow. a mishmash or mix up and also meaning a pilaf of rice. This is supported by the fact that the first printed appearance of the word is in a Provençal poem published in 1837. Rachel, I'm surprised as, a, as the most literary member of the uh, Recipe Club Wedges that you're not familiar with this Provençal poem from 1837. Do wow. you not remember Do you have poem? it? Can you recite it? <laughs> you know, can I get that Provençal poem? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's can get you some, read let's it in French some. as well, please? <laughs> I will 100% read it in French. Uh I we've spent half the time now just uh, bullshitting about <laughs> eggs. We got to get to the let's play our little game here. So, for those who are new to Recipe Club and have not yet bounced off this episode due to losing their minds, uh, this is how we play this game. We each cook Julie Armbrest's recipe for eggs jambalaya, but each of us had a different restriction. Uh, and given that this was the first episode, all of these wheel spins took place off the air, but were fully legitimate. I think Gabby and Yuno filmed it all uh, with with both of you. Did you guys film these with her? Whatever. Uh, so here's how here's how the wheel of death turned out. Brian, for your wheel spin for eggs jambalaya, your mission was to prepare this in a luxe manner. <gasps> no. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Meaning oh, poor Brian. <laughs> he had to take this recipe for leftovers fried with eggs and, and sausage and uh, gussy it up, gild the lily, spend oh. at least $150 mm. making this recipe. He looks confident. He looks confident. I'm he not going to read I cannot does. wait to talk about this. Yeah. Rachel was on the opposite side of the spectrum when she <laughs> received her wheel spin. Her instruction was to prepare this dish on a budget, meaning for $20 or less. You know, less. I, I feel like this was this this lent itself to, to budget, but we'll see how you did. And uh, my instruction for eggs jambalaya, breakfast fried rice, was to prepare this keto. So I had, I, had some, uh, yeah. I had some I had some fucking challenges with this one, guys. I had, I had some. Ugh, I, had some, I don't want to eat that. Whatever you made, I, I don't want to eat it. I, I, had, I, had some, I had some. I had some challenges. So, as a reminder, <laughs> the the way our game is played, each one of us is going to talk about how we prepared our dish, talk about the ups and downs. We receive points for our cooking. Each of us will receive a base level of 10 points for successfully accomplishing the task. If Brian spent 150 bucks and made his eggs jambalaya and that $150 went into the jambalaya and not into his pocket, then he will receive 10 points. Rachel, (laughs) (laughs) Rachel, whose favorite, whose favorite activity is to eat expensive shellfish on the recipe club budget. If she managed to, Stay under $20, she will receive her 10 points. And if I uh, was able to prepare this uh, hewing by keto restrictions, which we'll get to when I finally get to go and (laughs) defend my honor, I will receive 10 points. To note, guys, this is the the second episode of the season, the second cooking episode. Um, This next part, I will give you guys a sneak preview, caused some real hurt feelings in the first episode. But the, the, the next part of the game is... Each of us will have 10 points that we can distribute to our competitors slash friends for interesting takes they made on the recipe, smart hacks, funny comments, anything that you want to reward for uh, beyond just accomplishing the task. So keep note as we're each talking about things that you like about uh, Rachel, the things Brian or I, or I did, Brian, things that Rachel or I did, and I will I will distribute my 10 points between the two of you. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear. Especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance 
the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Brian, it is your episode. It's your honors. Do you want to start us off by talking about how you took Eggs Jambalaya to uh, Luxtown? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it, man. I took it all the way to Luxtown and stayed in a five-star hotel. All right. I went <laughs> I went all the way to Luxtown with all my homies, and I stayed at the most luxurious resort that Luxtown had to offer. <laughs> and I will explain to you exactly how I did that shit. <laughs> First, I was thinking, when I, see, when I seen this, I was like, you know... I'm doing all this bakery stuff right now. And I was thinking, I was like, man, they, I better get like under 20 minutes in and out, spick and span. And then I seen Lux. And I was like, bro, oh my God, how much <laughs> thoughts I have to put into this now. No, but it was amazing. So I'm going to do my best to, to uh, remember everything that occurred when I cooked this uh, and exactly the ingredients that I used. I went to about five different grocery stores. I spent $158.40. <laughs> I have all the receipts to prove this as well. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm submitting the invoice. You already know. So <laughs> you got to submit the invoice for Lux. You can't just you can't just do Lux and then forget to submit the, the ingredients no. on that one. Like, I'm, this is I'm definitely not one of those where you're like, ah, this one's on me. Nah, it's all right. Yeah. All right. So here we go. I'm going to start. I'm going to just walk you through how I cook the recipe and I will explain each ingredient that I use. <sighs> oh, man, I'm so excited about this shit. Y'all are so excited. So I made, uh, first of all, first of all, the rice. Uh, that's the core to jambalaya. Um, I didn't want to play too much and get no pilaf and, and fancy brown rice and none of that kind of stuff. So I got some Louisiana grown, uh, you know, small business owned uh, white rice that I found in the store. It was like 10 bucks for the bag. I was like, that's kind of costly for a bag of rice. So I just bought that just to kind of get the tally up a little bit, cooked it, let it chill, <laughs> let it get kind of crusty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like straight up. So then, then I was thinking about. Well, first of all, let me just say I didn't. I opened this recipe. I kind of read the little paragraph or whatever, and I was like, "Whatever." I was like, "I'm just gonna make jambalaya with eggs." So, <laughs> right, I was like, "Okay, like, yeah." You know. So the way I would make jambalaya is I get my Trinity, you know, my my veggies. All right, so we'll start with the basics here. I got some organic carrots. I got some, you know, some celery, some bell peppers, one orange, some onion, some shallots, some garlic, and that kind of thing. So I, you know, chop those up. And then I found some Bulgarian smoked sausage, which looked really, really tasty. Uh, I went to this uh, European market uh, near uh, the Greek area of Astoria. I went to oh, this shit. market. Now to we know look- you're getting fancy. You went to a European market. Yeah, well, because you already know that I was looking for a particular type of egg there that might have uh, bumped up the cost, <laughs> which I'll get to later. <laughs> but uh, I, I got this Bulgarian sausage. It was looking nice, you know, another like 10 bucks. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was spicy. Then I found an organic andouille sausage, uh, which was, you know, also kind of costly. So, I, you know, I, p- I popped that in. I found this nice, uh, typically jambalaya is made with like a, a tomato paste. You know, I've made it in the past with just a can of like regular tomato paste. So I was like, man, what can I do? I was walking down this vinegar aisle. I saw this tomato vinegar imported from Italy. So I p- picked up the tomato vinegar <laughs> and then I saw this uh kind of roasted red pepper and tomato hummus style paste and that looked kind of fancy i popped that in the cart as well damn i want lux uh, and then i saw 
Yeah, hey, Lux is real. Then I saw some smoked turkey necks. All right, I got the smoked turkey necks. Pop that Ooh. into the cart as well. Wow. All right, so so starting the process for, to cook the jambalaya. I got the videos. Everybody will see how I did it. Uh, I started with the sausages minced up, rendered the fat, got the smoked turkey necks in there, rendered that as well. But I, I thought, why not add more fat? So I got um, buffalo milk butter. All right, I saw some buffalo milk butter in the fridge <laughs> uh, at the same grocery store. I got some buffalo milk butter, threw that get, into the meats while they were animals, rendering. How many animals in this? <laughs> oh, it's a lot of animals. All animals. All animals. This is no jambalaya, man. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to make jambalaya Lux, we're going to do it Lux. So I put some buffalo milk butter in there. By the way, it's white. And I was, that shit, I was like, it's like white butter. But it, it's, it's tasty. Uh-huh. All right, so I cooked that up. You get that really fatty, you, you know, remove the meat. And then you saute and sweat those veggies in that fat. All right, so I put the, um, all the veggies I mentioned that I minced up. Then I took some blue, organic blue hen eggs. All right, I found some organic blue hen eggs. I scrambled that lightly with the veggies removed from the pan. I added a little bit more of the the buffalo milk butter. (laughs) Then I proceeded to add my rice with the uh, tomato vinegar and that uh, roasted red pepper tomato paste. I let that kind of saute up a little bit as well. Now, on the side, I I had some duck eggs boiling. I boiled some duck eggs. I let the duck eggs cool. And then I seasoned the duck eggs with a yuzu uh, Japanese barbecue sauce, a little bit of soy sauce, and some sesame seeds. And I let those duck eggs kind of chill. As those duck eggs were chilling, I boiled another pot of water and I poached quail eggs. All right. Yes, I did. I poached some quail eggs. All right. This motherfucker. So after I poached the quail eggs and set those to the side, um, you poached I, them. You poached the quail yeah. eggs. Just I poached baby yeah. yeah. Wow. I poached quail eggs. Sounds so cute. Set them to the side. I then folded in the egg mixture and the vegetables into the rice as it was sauteing. I got that in kind of like it's not. It wasn't. It's not quite a wok that I have. It's like a just like a deep fry pan. So I sauteed all them up together. Then I added the meats. Uh, added a little bit more of that uh, that yuzu and a little bit more. I did add actual just general tomato paste like generic tomato paste um i got that nice and creamy it was like basically uh it was basically eggs jambalaya looked like a proper jambalaya with some nice smooth creamy eggs in it then i topped it with the duck eggs and the quail eggs and then of course uh some caviar i put the caviar right on top right at the end just to finish the egg extravagant uh plating a little bit of uh, of caviar it was salmon Salmon roe, and 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 then I chowed down, my friends, and that is how you make the eggs jambalaya lux. Uh, that was is good. Yeah, question was, was it, it good? Good. It was delicious. I I'm not a big caviar fan, so I think I put too much on there. I think I could have used <laughs> a little bit less as a as like a hint, it's just like 1%. a more of a. <laughs> the but let me tell you, of the one percent. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about here's the thing about what happened, man. The duck eggs were perfect. The quail eggs were creamy, so I had yolks dripping down, and then the scrambled eggs were soft as well. Plus the smoked turkey neck, and and dewy sausage, and that Bulgarian spicy sausage. How are you gonna ask me? Is it good? Like what are you talking? Of course it was good. It was fire. What was the meat on the Bulgarian sausage? It was pork based sausage. It was it was pork based sausage. Yeah. Okay. Because right now you were at seven animals. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. 
<laughs> Bring I it on. If that, had been, if that had been a beef sausage, we would have got that elusive eighth cow. Well, I think no, we the, should have the a, eighth cow. Did the you eighth. count the water buffalo? <laughs> I counted the yeah, buffalo. Yeah, did you count the buffalo? I, counted, I did. I got quail, duck, chicken, pork, <laughs> uh, buffalo, salmon, turkey. Yeah. Seven animals. Wow. Seven I think we have a side quest. We got a side quest this season of Recipe Club. If somebody can get yes. eight animals <laughs> into a dish, <laughs> then we they will receive the reverse PETA award. Um, <laughs> so it was Lux. Let me let me ask you, let me ask you another question. Wait, first of all, you said you, you peeled the duck eggs and then you sort of marinated them in in, in yeah. soy. Okay. Yeah. So you upped, not only did you up the the dollar amount, you fucking super upped the egg content in this thing, which I applaud. I like that. I like that a lot. If I can be honest with you, the thought of just scrambling eggs into jumble, I was, I was like, that doesn't, it, to be honest, doesn't really, like, look, I love eggs and rice. Like, I guess if I just made the, the recipe how it was stated, it'd probably be good, but you can't spend $150 and just saute an egg with rice and, and a bell pepper. So once I realized I wanted to make it more like a proper jambalaya, I realized I couldn't just have scrambled eggs in it because just texturally and it just wouldn't make sense. So I thought having some creamy yolks, um, the poaching quail eggs thing, it was random, it, borderline not that successful. Only two of them actually came out like little poached eggs. But um, I, I just think it it made the texture of the egg better to be more like um, – just not scramble. So, you know, that's that was the thought process there. I got you. I noticed right away because I had Lux last time for uh, the barbecue sauce episode. The, the truth about Lux is that it's actually just the biggest pain in the ass because <laughs> you have to yeah. just – it makes – it's so much more effort to make something Lux. And uh, I, so I agree with you, though. Like, it's a different dish than the original. I think it's a different spirit because, you know, you, you're not just scrambling leftovers. You do. You put a lot of effort into it. It's a totally different beast. On the other side of the spectrum, Rachel, I think you should go next. I think you should talk about the budget approach to this. How the, how the, how the other half lives, Rachel. <laughs> I know it's how the other half yeah. lives. I can't even – I feel like I can't follow that because it's just – I basically just followed the recipe. There was nothing – like, I didn't even strain – to you know be limited in my budget i went to grocery grocery outlet which i normally go to it's like two blocks from my house they had eggs for 4.99 they had like a bag of peppers for are those the brown or the white though 4.99 for brown or 4.99 for white that has to be uh, white they were white yeah because yeah, you live in california ain't no way you brown get 4.99 brown eggs <laughs> Well, it's grocery no outlet. Way. I mean, it was, they actually also had blue eggs, but I thought in the spirit of budget, I would get white eggs. Mm. Uh, it was from a company called Happy Eggs, so I hope that it's all well where they where they are. The chickens are treated fairly because um, hey, I didn't want to. When it comes to sustainability and humane treatment, as long as the name sounds good, you're <laughs> yeah. probably in the clear. I mean, you know, I wanted to be budget, but I didn't want to support, you know – cages and right. beak cutting and things like that so right. but there's the probably eggs. not an egg brand called beak cutters or <laughs> beak cutters. i avoided the brand beak d beakers llc -beakers. <laughs> they should make a um, vegan egg brand called d beakers oh shit Ooh. that's a good ass idea trademark that shit right now Cut that that's your next, We're gonna your use next that business Cut brian that <laughs> you could do that next so you got you got the d beakers d beakers got, i got what was the uh, sausage well, I just I just use bacon from my freezer. Oh, you know what was funny? That's, was, That's real. I, I mean, that, that recipe was basically 
it was also a little out of order, right? Because at the very end, it was like, by the way, I, I saute some sausage and I do that at the beginning. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was also an after that for me. I kind of just thought, oh, I have some bacon pieces in the freezer. I'll do that. Um, got an onion. Yeah, onion, peppers, eggs. I had bacon. I had rice that I had made for food. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> it was just brown rice, just regular brown rice that actually my husband had made with this like sort of hippie curry that he had made the other day. And so it was just leftover rice from that. Um, um, oh, so you use brown rice. I use brown rice. I kind of, okay. I wish it had been white, but it, brown was what I had and I wasn't going to buy fancy. I mean, I yeah, buy fancy rice, let it cool and do all that. I was just like, mm-hmm, this is what mm-hmm. I have. I'm going to do it. This is probably what Brian thought when he like, pick this recipe, right? Like I have a lot going on. I'm just going to do this really fast. And I basically did yeah. that really fast version that Brian did not have the luxury of doing with his, <laughs> with his luck spin. Yeah. So now, but, but what you did sounds delicious though, to be honest. Yeah. It's so, a, it's, so it's, yeah, you know, I followed it to a T basically. I, uh, microwaved the, the, bacon to defrost it threw into the pan i did a whole bunch of bacon because uh, i was very hungry put in the rice uh well you know bacon onions peppers rice then i put in the eggs again the recipe just says until tender and i was like i don't really know if that means fry it if that means I don't know what it means. I'm assuming this is kind of like a fried rice situation. So I just did the thing where I like put in the eggs and then I kind of let the whites set a little bit and then like mixed the yolk in just because I like it to be a little bit more like mixed up and not like a uniform pale yellow scramble situation. Like I like it when, um, yeah, just there's like some white bits, some yellow bits and they're kind of, and there's some mingled bits, you know? Mm -hmm. So did that. You basically just described your household and my household. Yeah. (laughs) White and yellow bits mixed together, swirled together. Um, And, and I just, I just followed the recipe and then I, I plated it. I had my Tabasco, put a shit ton of Tabasco on it because I thought like this will make it slightly more jambalaya ish. (laughs) And it was good, but it was also, I'm sure nowhere near as good as Brian Ford's recipe. I mean, it was basically, I was hungry. I wanted some like breakfast food and this was perfect. It was like a sort of like the inside of a breakfast burrito kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Uh, you didn't eat it on toast. Nobody ate it on toast. Anybody do that? Oh, oh, I forgot to add uh, oh, you had- the toast part. So uh, you bought yeah, Brian Ford's oh, bread? Shit. Oh, yeah. So I did. Brian so, Ford's so- I didn't buy my own loaf, but I did have an extra loaf of my Blue Masa infused sourdough loaf with River Valley whole grain organic flour baked on a corn husk. So I had an extra one of those and I used a caramelized uh, fig and onion balsamic jam that I also bought as part of the Lux budget. And I just ate that while eating the fucking, while eating the jambalaya and just, yeah, I forgot to mention that. You basically just bought a Dean and DeLuca uh, yeah. for your for your lunch. You should have budget. tested your cholesterol before and after. Also, no, 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 no. We ain't talking about that. Oh no, no. We don't. We don't. We don't talk about. We don't talk about heart health around Brian Ford, man. We gotta chill out with all that. We 
Yeah, I'm, that's about. a work in progress. With my budget, I could have made like 10 of these recipes, basically. You know, like I, I could have made 10 servings. And well, so that was my question was, yeah. what was your what is the amount you'll be invoicing recipe club for? Um, I, this like, I don't know, like eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want to put some more. But wait till on the crab episode, Chris. I'm not holding back. <laughs> You're getting budget crab for sure. I'm rigging that one for sure. Uh, okay, so we have we have the two sides of the spectrum, and then we have uh, mine, which comes from a different universe, the keto. Keto I can't wait to hear this. I cannot wait. Cauliflower <sighs> rice? No, he better so, not have done no cauliflower. Cauliflower rice did not did not play into this at all. Let me see. Where's my where are my notes here? Oh, I, shit. He has notes. Well, this I just forgot. So I did so fully full full disclosure. I made this this morning at six thirty this morning. That's what we expect. Uh, <laughs> I I just didn't I didn't have time. I didn't get around to it until this very morning. Here it is, um, and. I was afraid because, man, I love I love New Orleans. <laughs> I edited a book about New Orleans. I I think New Orleans is is the most incredible city probably in the entire United States. Uh, I am so scared about pissing off New Orleanians, and I did not know if I was allowed to do anything I did on here. And then you add a keto layer with all these like hangry. Protein over protein carb carb distressed people out there who are going to be mad about the way I treated keto. Mm. So I tried to tread very carefully here. I made it this morning, just as Ruby watched the Trolls movie on the on the couch, and I made this at six thirty. Um, and I tried to I I did wait till the last minute, but I I I put a lot of thought into this. So first of all. Last time we did keto on the barbecue sauce recipe or barbecue sauce episode, we didn't really discuss what keto is. And I don't think, have you guys, either of you ever done a keto diet? No. No. So we did some like makeshift version of this last year, Dave and I did. But I just, I, I had to Google it to find out like what a keto diet really is. And it says it's a high fat, low carbohydrate, adequate protein diet that according to this Wikipedia article is... Traditionally used to treat epilepsy in children. Uh, nowadays, it's mostly for vanity that. in adults. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, it's high fat, adequate protein, low carb. Those are those my sort of uh, uh, beacons I was going with. Uh, I also learned there's something called dirty keto versus sort of clean <laughs> keto. Dirty keto allows for kind of like processed foods and, and like, it, I think that people who do keto... It's bad want branding. to think of themselves, yeah. Want to think of themselves as clean, clean folk versus dirty ketos, those filthy <laughs> keto people who eat things what? like a little maltodextrin and stuff. So, was your recipe a dirty keto? There's one ingredient in here that was a dirty keto that oh, makes man. it dirty keto. You got makes dirty. It, I'm, a, I'm a filthy, disgusting. <laughs> dirty you are. Keto. You got nasty yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> you got nasty with this shit. <laughs> There's gonna be another. <laughs> Fuck me. There's going to be another part that I have to defend from the keto perspective. I'm just letting you guys know. What, so, you use rice? <laughs> <laughs> you just straight up use rice? <laughs> I use dirty rice. No, I didn't use rice. But so obviously the challenge for me is this whole dish is made as a rice dish. 
real jambalaya, this jambalaya fried rice, it's a rice dish. Without rice, I had to figure something else out, and I was thinking about uh, – I also wanted to sort of up the eggs or change the eggs in some other way. So, Rachel, like I basically did exactly what you said. I, I turned it into a kind of shakshuka sort of situation. Ooh. So I basically wanted to also increase the protein. So lots of protein, lots of fat, very little carbs, et cetera, et cetera. So I added mm. chicken thighs to this too. So first thing I did was I seasoned a bunch of, of boneless, skinless chicken thighs, uh, browned those in a pan while I was dicing all the vegetables, took the chicken thighs out when they were browned, and in the sort of like, you know, drippings and fat, I sauteed uh, celery, onions, and bell pepper, um, add a little more butter <laughs> to, to saute that. Then I, what did I do? Then I... Threw in some andouille sausage, which I checked the label for. There's no added sugar, no no sugar andouille. Um, added bay leaf and some thyme out of the freezer, some cayenne. And then I opened a can of Bianco crushed tomatoes and, and added that in there. I think that I'm Brian, I think generally when they make like jambalaya, you like you cook the rice in the like flavorful liquid, right? It's like in the tomato and broth and stuff. I didn't have any chicken broth, so this is with a dirty keto thing. I used some bouillon which I think makes it dirty keto and not real keto or clean keto. That's your water. dirty ingredient? That was my dirty ingredient. It gets oh, a little dirtier, on. though. Oh, it gets a little dirtier. Okay. Actually, before I added the liquid, here's where it got dirty. I wanted to – I wanted, like, some substance, right? I have no, I have no starch, nothing in there. It's just going to be, like, a soup. So when we were doing sort of a low-carb low, low carb diet last year, I kind of relied on beans, so I found these little aduki beans, adzuki beans, um, which are, you know, my homage to red beans, like another New Orleanian thing, right? Red beans and rice. I found these little red beans, opened the can, drained it, and sort of sauteed those with all the aromatics and meat and stuff. Uh, if you Google our beans keto, you kind of get, you get, you get both sides <gasps> oh, of the spectrum. But not. this, this from, listen, Rachel, Uh-oh. as established in the draft episode, if it's in men's health, <laughs> so this from Women's Health magazine says honestly, you can technically eat any bean when you're taking part in the keto diet, according to Harvard. As long as it's under 50 grams of, of carbs per day, you're on the keto diet. These little red beans are like the one of the lowest carbohydrate beans. 50 grams. It's like 11 grams. Yeah, that seems like it's a 11. Lot. These are 11 grams per serving per half cup. So I feel like I stayed within the less than 20 to 50 per day or whatever. It's 11 grams for a half cup of beans. <laughs> like it's nothing. Damn. So I added this in. And for, and by the way, the 50 gram number is from Harvard. I know, Rachel, you don't have any respect for Harvard, uh, but this is a Harvard, <laughs> Harvard uh, declaration. Anyway, I simmered that in the tomato and broth. And then I, you know, carved out some little wells once everything was sort of tender and cooked through dropped the eggs in there, covered it with a lid, and let those set, you know, till they were runny, like in shakshuka. Covered that with a bunch of scallions, which I, I weirdly, I feel like, I, whenever I have jambalaya, I feel like the scallion garnish adds a ton to the situation. I really feel like that's weirdly important to the mm-hmm. to jambalaya. Yep. So I added a ton of scallions to the top, housed it with Tabasco. Uh, it just so happened that my wife was on a low-carb day today, so she came down to the happy surprise of a low-carb breakfast at 7, 7.15. Did you guys eat this for breakfast? You didn't eat it for breakfast. Mm-mm. 
Okay. No, I ate well, it for like like one p.m. Whatever okay. that is, lunch. That's that's that would that would qualify as the, yeah, the like day lunch meal. Like my first, okay. it's my first meal of the day. Usually is at one o'clock, so that was I saved up for yeah. that. Your first meal is at one o'clock. Is that uh, like a intermittent fasting thing, or is that just like, oh man, I'm partying till four in the morning? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> absolutely not partying till four in the morning. But I just tried. To, I, I, I'm I'm more productive when I don't eat breakfast because when I eat, it just makes me tired. So I just eat later in the day when I've accomplished tasks when I have energy. But anyway, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I feel like eating slows me down. <laughs> It does, bro. Like <laughs> breakfast, they say it's so important. All this shit, like, but every time I eat, even if it's oatmeal and shit, I just be like, "Damn, I'm tired now. I'm full." You know, and then like, how can how can anybody eat just a stack of pancakes with syrup and then go live? That's insane. It's, it's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. It's impossible. So, nah. uh, but I ate this for breakfast. I felt I felt not lethargic i will give that i will give that to the sort of keto diet is like when you eat this (laughs) non-food when you eat this non-food you definitely don't feel as lethargic because you're still so hungry i think you would have felt better if there were no beans it's you know what rachel i will send you this harvard article that says it was okay i uh i and i purposely selected the the lowest carbohydrate bean, I thought it was cool. Uh, to be totally honest with you all, I, I didn't Google it until afterward, and then I made up this whole excuse and looked up the Harvard article to support it. But that was my thing. I thought it was pretty delicious, but what I really made was not the recipe. I made jambalaya with beans instead of rice, basically. I made like mm-hmm. a, a fast jambalaya. So I think that you know it had been a while since I had made anything remotely like this. And I don't know that I'll make the the sort of fried rice version, but I I do I did forget about like the jambalaya flavors, and I definitely like a soupy, beany type of thing. So I would definitely do that part again. Um, okay, so that is the those are the three approaches to this uh, recipe for eggs jambalaya. <laughs> now we got to get to the scoring. Um. Well, actually, first, did anybody else in your households eat the foods? Did anybody else try your your things? Brian, you said you had a whole... Yeah, so um, my sister, my little sister, uh, who moved here to help me uh, run this bakery, um, I actually don't know if she even tried it. She went downstairs and came back without... Maybe she just took a spoonful (laughs) and ate. I don't know, actually. I don't know what she thought. Uh, Bridget doesn't really like caviar, so she ate it without it and thought it was uh, phenomenal, so... Uh, and now we got about enough for 10 more servings or maybe we got a big old pot of this old luxurious Wait, when did you make there, yours? So. Oh, I made it today too, man. What you think? What you think? <laughs> Come man, on. I just Come made on, that shit today at one o'clock. What you mean? You were just you were just... acting. <laughs> you were acting like you had to remember what you had done. To, yeah. to oh, you, literally said, you literally said I have to remember what I did. Yeah, well, I did because I wanted to. There were so many components to it. I didn't want to leave any of those luxurious <laughs> items out of my recollection. So it was an I hour and it. ten minutes it. ago. Yeah, it was not. No, hold on a second. It happened at two o'clock. It was three hours and eighteen minutes ago. All right, and there may or may not have been other um, uh, alterations to my uh, stability. That would, you know, oh, potentially yes. impact my ability to recall everything I sure, did. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Potential <laughs> alterations to your ability to recall. Yes, that's what we call them. That's what that's that's what they call them. Uh, all right, let's get to the let's get to the scoring. I think that Rachel and Brian, 
I'm happy to award you both the 10 points for accomplishing your task. Brian, for uh, putting in a whole menagerie of animals into your, your dish. Rachel, for spending less than half the budget you were allotted. <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> if you guys want to fight me on the beans, I understand. No, no. I understand I, you don't uh, want to give me the 10 points. So what happens if we all are just feeling nice and are giving each other? I want to give you 10 points, too. I would have taken points away if you use cauliflower for a rice. But the fact that you didn't try to imitate rice, I think, is warranted of 10 points. And I think Rachel staying true to what the nature of this. The leftover bacon from the freezer, I think, is what gets me gets me to give you those 10 points. That's some real shit. I had some bacon in the freezer, defrosted in the microwave. I was like, that is how real people do it. So... (laughs) All right, so here's how this part works. So the 10 points is the base level we got for accomplishing the task. Now, for the stuff you're talking about, Brian, for things that you liked that Rachel did, things you liked that I did, now I want you each to text in secret to Gabby the points you want to award. You have 10 points to distribute to your two opponents. Text Gabby how many you want to give to each of us. So I'm going to text Gabby and say, give X to Brian, give X to Rachel. She's going to put it in my sheet. So this is all secret. None of this is discussed out loud until after we see the scores. Wait, what do you so, mean? So we can we can give like three points to one person and seven points to another person? Yes, which is what happened last week. Ooh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I need to a- assign points mm-hmm. based on – so what I basically think? need to give points like – so I got 10 points to allocate. And between so. both of y'all, I need to see who did some doper and give them more points. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I wasn't mm. dope enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you just wrote the title of your next book. <laughs> I wasn't dope. Uh, the Rachel give... Kahn story. All right. I've texted mine in. Damn. You did that kind of quick. Um, I know. I don't like that. I was thinking about it the whole time. I was thinking about Do it I have time. to use all 10 points? Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do we do not deserve? Points, no, I'm bro? just trying to get the lay of the land here. <laughs> you don't you don't have to. Let's say, well, what do you guys think in there? You know and Gabby, do they have to use all 10 points? Yeah, Gabby's saying yeah, Gabby's saying you have to use all 10 points. Man, this is a lot of deliberation. Let me just tell you, last week during the the hurt feelings week, there was very little deliberation. It all just happened. It happened in a flash. <laughs> I, I was cut. I was cut down in a flash. <laughs> Who got the most points? Last week's winner was none other than Dave Whoa. Chang. Who's okay? Who, by the way, guys, my, is, is my like text has been sent. Blood. My, all right, he's out for blood. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna all get right. five. Oh shit! Never mind. Sorry, I was. <laughs> I sent Brian, the text you, though. I've... I sent the text. Brian, the you text. gave more than ten points, dude. <laughs> How? No, oh, I no, didn't. you didn't. Never mind. No, we're all good. Uh... <laughs> all right, here are the results. Uh, in third place, me with four points and five points from my so-called friends. <laughs> Rachel got five and five from uh, each of us, and Brian got twenty-one points. How did this work? What are the, what, are the, what is the breakdown here? What did you what did you award? Oh, this is very no. confusing, guys. Oh, wait. Rachel, not, I not gave not. you each five points. Yeah. For and I will I'll describe why. I thought that you both 
hewed very closely to the task. You 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 leaned into the task, Brian. I loved that you 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 harnessed the power of seven different uh, yes. members of God's menagerie. <laughs> Yeah. To, to shit was like dish. Noah's Ark in my kitchen. All them I, animals I, lined I, up. I salute, I salute that. I loved that you brought so many different egg preparations. And most of all, I loved that you took the time to try to poach fucking quail eggs, which is just the act of an insane person. Uh, Rachel, yeah. once again, you spent $8 when you had 20 <laughs> I feel like it wasn't even to me that just said everything. It wasn't about the task. It was the spirit of the task, which was not how do I spend $20, which is how, frankly, I would have looked at it. How can I get this to $20? You said, how do I do this as cheaply as humanly possible? Mm-hmm. And you just use the bacon you had in your fridge. You just mm-hmm. use the leftover rice. I think that's like the spirit of the task. So. I couldn't decide between the two of you. I gave you each five points. Uh, Rachel, what did you like? How did you divide your points? Well, now I feel bad because I think I'm the only one who did six and four. But <laughs> I gave I gave I gave Brian six points for. I mean, all the things you said, Chris. The the menagerie. The global flavors you really brought in many different cuisines uh, which i feel like is in the spirit also of jambalaya and like that sort of like you know like mishmash of flavors um i know that when i got budget i was like okay cool yeah i could do this for nothing Mm -hmm. i'm so happy because i don't have to like strain to make this recipe and i thought Lux would be the hardest thing here. I, there's just no question. It'd be so hard to make this recipe Lux. And you just did it like it was no big deal three hours ago. <laughs> so yeah. Brian got one more point than Chris. But Chris, I felt like deserved almost as many points as Brian because. Well, that's uh, how many I got. Almost as many as Brian. Almost as many as Brian. <laughs> because like almost. you said, you made, you made my original dream come true. Like I thought this recipe sounded like it was going to be a jambalaya flavored shakshuka and that sounded amazing to me and then i saw the recipe and i was like well i guess it's gonna be a a drier thing (laughs) and so i (laughs) ate the dry food but i would have preferred a wet food and chris gave me a wonderful wet food to think about two categories of dog food talking about dog food (laughs) the dry food and the wet food Well, so, bro, so I, I wanted more of a canned food, and what I got was a kibble. So that, was really... that, is, that is what it is. Okay. Brian, wow. how'd you, I mean, you divided them evenly. What'd you like? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we, echoing the same sentiments, man, I really appreciate the beans, honestly. I think you can't replace rice and just like, just don't, just like call that, like just do something a little bit different, but maintain the integrity of the flavor profile. And I think that was really dope. And I really think, like you said, man, staying true to kind of that budget, just like like growing up, like, yeah, I mean, like you got some bacon in the freezer and you need to get some fat. Just use that. Use this. Use use what you got real quick. And I, I appreciated both of y'all's preparation of it for sure. Um, okay. So the final scores for this week are Brian with 21 points is the winner of this episode. Yeah. Rachel with 20, second place. Chris, who's just counting on the sympathetic tide to turn at some point this season of sitting last with 19. 
Every day, every episode, I get closer to quitting this show, you guys. Every episode, I get closer to quitting. We're gonna um, make. Want, we're gonna make you quit. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There's a couple. Of, there's a couple of quick things. So I, I did one more thing on the food front. I did want to note. I forgot to mention this. There was a point before I added the tomato and the and the broth or whatever to mine, where it was just sort of beans, kind of stir fried, like cooked beans, stir fried with all of the aromatics and stuff. And I almost wanted to stop right there. Because mm. I feel like mm. when you eat beans, it's always like some kind of soupy preparation or, you know, like stewed beans, which are delicious. Like, I love that. I feel like you don't see enough of just kind of like a quote unquote kibble, kibble preparation that of dry beans, food. you know, like stir fried yeah. beans, the dry food preparation. Anyway, something to explore. Uh, we've got dry three... beans. Are you saying that you think people should eat more dry beans? <laughs> no, not dried <laughs> beans. I just mean you can get them a little, you can, you can get them a little uh, moist, moist bean, but just like not in a soup, just stir fried mm. bean. I think is what so. I'm refried beans? No, no, no. So no refried like, beans are, are like cooked into like puree, but like uh-huh. a dis- distinct about. bean, like still in its sort of still whole in its bean form, form, but not soupy. Like if I had just done this dish without eggs and I just stir fried like fried rice but with beans instead, I think mm. it would have been a pretty good preparation. Then you should eat black beans. Do you could use black beans for that kind of preparation? I should use black beans, but not in the California like hipster way. Just like in the more, that's what I'm saying. Like, not in the California hipster way. I'm talking yeah. about the other way. The, the, like a saying. real way. Yeah. Yeah, like a real way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three three quick pieces of housekeeping before we get you guys out of here. We still have to deal with the wheel. I have in my notes here, people have been wondering how the scoring is going to work, given that people will have different numbers of episodes. Dave and I will have a different number of episodes than everybody else. I think the winner of this season is going to be whoever has the highest point average over all their episodes. So it's not average. Just about like Why not the points. highest point total? Well, because Dave and I are going to be in more episodes and we'll have oh. totals. Oh, we so might we'll still average. win. That's true. That's true. <laughs> And I'm, I'll definitely lose. Uh, <laughs> definitely still lose. I'm averaging 21 points per game, baby. That's see, that's what you're at. You're at 21 oh, points per game right now. That's a, I'm just like I'm, a, I'm coming off the bench with like 16. Uh, <laughs> I said um, the other thing is people have been asking: Is anybody gonna make the recipes as they were originally written? Yes. I Stop did. complaining to us. We will make them that way. Rachel basically did. John did the first week. The Discord is all a Twitter about this. Oh, um, yeah. They, they're just they like, wow. Down. See, thank you. Even Rachel Kong thinks that. So we we will do this. Uh, once we get in the studio, Dave and I promise we'll cook all of these as they were originally written. Has anyone historically really ever just cooked them how they're written, though, in, in no, three seasons that, of this show? So what are you talking about, fam? Guys, about let me tell you all something right now. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> y'all need to chill out, bro. We, we doing our thing. <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? Oh man, I we've been so doing fun. we've been doing random stuff. We had an oh, oxtail no. episode. Dave used pork belly. Like, what are, y'all, <laughs> yo, what are y'all talking about? We've been doing this shit. Like, we've been we've been wilding. So let us wild out. <laughs> all right, last order of business here, Brian. I don't know in all of the madness if you've had time to review the Wonder Bread recipe. Wonder Bread mm. recipes we sent to you. What? We sent you some Wonder Bread recipes. We could do it right now. For what? You need to look through these real quick. Was that an ingredient I picked? Yeah, you chose Wonder Bread. So this is going to be for your next episode. We're going to have to do the wheel spin for you and me. And I guess I'll have to spin for Dave. My bad, guys. I shouldn't. Wonder Bread. Oh, no, it's fine. So 
the recipes that Brian has in front of him, he has eight recipes for Wonder Bread, a capriotata, which I don't know what that is, a pizza grilled cheese, <laughs> sandwichitos de mezcla. Oh, okay. Pizza, fairy bread, <laughs> snag senga, which I think is a Australian thing, a, quote, trashier version of eggplant parm, and honey's asparagus rolls. Oh, man, these are some... These are some interesting choices, man. I've been hearing about this fairy bread thing. Isn't that when you just take a piece of white bread and put cake sprinkles on it or something? Yeah. Um, nah, that's not going please down. Please don't do that. No. <laughs> Rachel, we, what, is, what stands out to you, Rachel? What are you hoping he'll pick? Don't let this influence you, Brian. Maybe the pizza one. I don't know. It's I, like, you know, now I, I'm thinking, like, how would you make the sprinkles bread lux? You know, like, you have to sort of think. I don't want to. I think you should, I, this this trashier version of eggplant parm appeals to me. It yeah, it is quite appealing, and um, quite frankly, I'm gonna have to go with the trashier version of eggplant parm. And right. I don't know how. I, well, hold on, hold on a second, hold on, uh, uh, hold, hold on. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, sorry, I just had to say. I'm just trying to make sure it's not just Wonder Bread blended into breadcrumbs because no, I'm not. I think doing it is, that. man. I think not. It, I think not it is. that we ain't doing that because that's oh weak. no. That's weak. I don't want to just take Wonder Bread, make breadcrumbs, and then make eggplant parm. That's weak. I want. I do. Okay, that's that's fair. I do want to read these ingredients, uh, Rachel. I think you'll appreciate this most. Oh no! Oh, hold on a second. Sorry to cut you off, but it's not that. It's, it's not. That. Here are the ingredients: eggplant, eggs, white American cheese, ketchup, Wonder Bread, white American cheese, oh and ketchup. My God, we are doing this. <laughs> wow. I. I yes. No, it's, it yes, we're there, doing this. No, because no, no. look this at is, look know. at the last sentence in the paragraph under the ingredients. Serve several slices on Wonder Bread with a slice of American cheese. Yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think this is all. This is a ketchup. This is a ketchup eggplant parm, guys. This is what this really is. So that's amazing. All right, it's going down. You down? That's my pick. All right, we got to spin the wheel. Then we got to spin right, the let's wheel. Let's do it. Let me flip this thing on. Please give me Lux. So this is going to be. I'm going to spin first. For Brian Ford, is that cool? And then I got to spin once for me and once for Dave. So yeah, I don't even know how Lux would even work for that because you have oh, to use find Wonder out. Bread. It's like artisanal. Round and round maybe. the wheel goes. This is Brian Ford. Under twenty minutes. Fuck oh. yeah! Oh man, come on! Are you kidding me? I'm gonna slay that. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Rachel. Should I spin for me or for Dave next? Who do you think this is for? Uh, Dave. All right, this is Dave spin. Please be keto. Vegan. Yes. Ooh. Oh, is that hard though? Oh, no, American. No oh, just cheese. the cheese. Is Wonder Bread vegan? vegan American cheese. Kind of... Wonder Bread's got to be vegan, right? I think so. <laughs> All right. So Dave's going to make a vegan version of trashy egg parm, eggplant parm. And here's my spin. This fucking wheel hates me. Oh, it's vegan again. We got to spin oh. again. Wait, why can't you have the same thing? Because you can't. It's boring. Just give me Lux. No, it's under 20 minutes, too. Found a, found a problem with this wheel. <laughs> one pot. Oh. That's no problem, right? Well, one pot? One pot? Yeah. Oh, shit, but I can't, like, dip an egg in breadcrumbs. You need one That's pot, hard. Home. Yeah. That's going to be hard as hell. Yep. You, how, you, maybe yeah. you can. You're screwed. You Averaging 15 it, points a game. You can dip it directly <laughs> into the egg. Like, use the egg shell. I think... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna crack the egg onto the egg. Plate. Averaging twelve points a game, Chris Ying. Yeah, I know my numbers just drop every every game. Uh, so that's it for. What, Mine was under up? twenty minutes or twenty under twenty dollars. Under twenty minutes. Oh yeah, got it. Done. All right, so Brian will be back in a few episodes for that, along with uh, my missing co-host Dave Chang. Thanks to both of our wedgies. Thanks, Rachel, for stepping in for our absentee uh, landlord here. And uh, if you all want to be cooking along, like I said, join the Discord at MajordomoMedia.com. You can spin the wheel yourself. You know, and Gabby put together some kind of crazy robot that spins a wheel for you, which is amazing. Uh, So do that. Play along. And we will talk to you all very soon. Beautiful. Goodbye. (laughs) 